Hello everyone and welcome back to Black Topics. Today's topic is about workplace violence, bullies, cops, and how to control your emotions with dealing with people. And now I first want to start with workplace violence because I've been talking about jobs that have been hiring. So I'm encouraging you to try to apply for some of these jobs that are hiring right now because of the coronavirus. But I also want to let you know, on these jobs, you have to deal with bullies and there's white supremacists on these jobs. Now, some of you may know that and some of you don't know. So we're going to open up a discussion about it. I'm going to tell you some experiences I had and how I had to control my emotions. So we're going to start with 2017 in Georgia. I was working in a warehouse and a white girl in there kept saying nigger. She kept walking around the job saying nigger, but she kept saying she was not racist. So most of the black people down south, they kind of used to white people kind of being comfortable with saying that. So some black people choose not to say nothing. And then finally, some black people did get offended by it. They went in the office, reported her, and she got fired from the job. So they controlled their emotions by not uh, attacking her verbally or physically. They just went in the office and she got removed from that job. So they controlled their emotions and handled it the right way. Then I had another situation where in Michigan, this was 2018, I was working at a job and the white guy sat down next to me and he kept saying the nigger word. Uh, he acted like he was watching something on YouTube. Maybe he was, but he just kept saying, oh, these niggas is crazy. These niggas is crazy. They, these niggas is funny, you know. And I knew what he was trying to do. He was trying to test me as a black woman to see what my reaction was going to be. And I... He failed because I didn't react the way he wanted to me, me to react. He thought I was going to start cussing at him or something. And so he can go in the office and write me up and get, get rid of me. Or he thought maybe I wasn't going to come back to the job because I got so upset about what he said that I would quit. And I did none of that. So uh, that was an example of how I controlled my emotions. I also could have went in the office on him and reported him. For violating company policies by making racial slurs on the job and saying offensive things to a person of another color. But I did not do that. I just decided I'm going to ignore him and I'm going to keep coming to work making my money. And I'm also getting on his nerves by not even responding to him. So I done a good job. And then the next day he comes to work. And there's a whole room full of black people. It's seven of us. And it was only him. He still kept saying the nigger word. He kept saying niggas. And nobody black said nothing. Everybody in there just sitting, sitting there acting like they didn't hear what he was saying. So I'm like, well, since everybody's trying to sit here and act like y'all don't hear him, uh, then I'm not going to say nothing either. Because I'm not going to try to play Miss Rosa Parks or Martin Luther King and, and defend y'all civil rights. You know, so... Uh, I understand black people nowadays are just afraid to say stuff on jobs these days because they're worried about getting fired, you know, and it's so hard to get jobs nowadays that people just, you know, they don't say nothing. They just let things slide uh, as where 
years ago in the 70s, 80s, and, and stuff like that, they would stand up to something like that. And and back then, you most likely wouldn't, a white person wouldn't even say that on the job because it was more actions being took. Now it seems like things get ignored or it get ignored also because people don't want to come forth and say stuff. So I'm saying I control my emotions even though the white male was trying to test me and it did not work. Now, I had another situation where I got hired at a hospital some years ago. I worked in uh, the kitchen. I was a dietary aide. The hospital is supposed to be a professional atmosphere, uh, but some departments are ghetto, uh, and this was mostly all-black kitchen, and so, you know, they pretty much didn't care what all these black folks were in there doing, acting a fool. And so I had this one uh, black guy, my co-worker, he started harassing me uh, based on what somebody had told him. Because I didn't know this guy. I just met him when I started the job. So he basically says, uh, well, we heard that you uh, talk a lot of shit and you tough talk. You know, so in other words, he's saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep coming to work, uh, messing with you to see how tough you are. You know, and then I'm thinking like, okay, y'all walk around this job talking, talking shit too, talking tough too. So uh, why I got to be harassed for this? You know, so later, you know, later on, I found out it was more of a, a white supremacist thing that had put him up to do this. So he kept this going every day. He, I mean, it's. He's calling me names every day, cracking jokes on me or bitches and hoes, telling lies on me. It was just nonstop. You know, so I go in the office and report him to the manager. It didn't stop. He kept doing it. So then finally I went to the union rep. Uh, they they called a meeting with us. They talked to us about trying to get along on the job and, and stop all this, whatever's going on. Stop this. Nobody needs to lose their job over some childish stuff. So he stopped for about two weeks, then he starts again, you know. Um, and so that point, I this had went on for like a year and four months. So I finally started getting fed up with this guy. And so one day I cussed him out. So then when I cussed him out, then he wants to try to us give me a death threat him and his friend you know they talk about well you need to shut up talking for your family fan you in the trunk of your car i said oh is that a death threat you know uh, what did i do to y'all to deserve a death threat you know so i went in the office and reported that to the manager now she did stand up when it when it was time to stand up for that she told them she was not going to tolerate death threats she said i don't know what's going on between y'all and, and it shouldn't be that bad where nobody has to, uh, nobody should be uh, giving someone else a death threat. She said, I'm not going to tolerate that. You will get fired. So she did stand up when it came down to that. So he still kept on going with this. So finally, I just started cussing him out and I started calling him names back, you know, because I got to the point where I wouldn't even say nothing to nobody on this job, but they still kept bullying me. And when I started calling him names back, he got angry. And because uh, I had hit his sensitive spot, he couldn't take it. He could dish it, but he couldn't take it. So then he goes on the company parking lot and started doing a little vandalism to my car. I started seeing dents and scratches on my car. And then finally he crawled under the bottom of the car and he 
tore up my radiator and did some uh and it messed up my engine so this wind up happened to cost me thirteen hundred dollars so i got really angry then so i went to the supervisor of the security department and i said i want you to show this to my manager on camera so he can get fired and he says well i'm not going to um show this to your manager um you know, um, I don't want to see anybody get fired. I said, oh, so he's supposed to just keep harassing me on the job, tore up my car, took $1,300. I got to pay for this. And y'all telling me, uh, that's it? Y'all going to do nothing about it? So I was pissed. I said, this man say anything else to me, i probably going to bust him in the face because I've had enough. And I don't feel I should have to quit my job because um, somebody's harassing and bullying me. So, he said something to me, and that's what I did. I socked him in his face, and I kicked him. He ran to the office and told the manager. She told she took my badge from me and told me uh, not to report back to work the next day. So, basically, they fired me. And um, even when I went to the police station to report that he had vandalized my car and was threatening me on the job, they didn't do nothing about it either. So, I had done everything possible that I could do on this job to stop this from going on and it kept going on and you get fed you get fed up and then you react and it leads to workplace violence and this was because this is a failure of this job uh to not stop this it could have led to somebody getting killed you know so um I'm saying to you you all I tried to control my emotions in this situation. I've done everything possible to try to handle it in the right way to stop it, but it did not stop. And I said, well, I'm not going to quit my job. Now I might get fired because I'm going to have to defend myself. And so that's what I did. When somebody uh, is threatening me and then you're going to tell my car to $1,300, yeah, it led to workplace violence. And I tried to get an attorney to sue because uh, I shouldn't have been fired. And then they didn't even want to pay me unemployment. I never got unemployment. So uh, when I tried to get an attorney, nobody wanted to talk. You know, of course, black folks, they talk about, oh, I ain't going to snitch. And I ain't saying nothing. I'm not going to get fired uh, for speaking up, you know. So basically, this job got away with it. But he did wind up getting fired also. So, and that's just what he deserved. You know, so probably a few months after they fired me, he got fired. So, um, you know, and I don't feel sorry for him. But like I said, you know, in situations where you're dealing with bullies uh, on the job or white supremacists on the job, just try to control your emotions and go in the office on them. But don't quit your job. Make your money. Uh and then, you know, out here of dealing with police officers, when you're getting pulled over, as black people, you got to try to control your emotions and not get so angry and, and wait till they tell you why they pulled you over. When they pull you over, they say, I see your license, a driver's license, registration, and proof of insurance, just hand it to them. And then wait till they tell you why they pulled you over. I, I've seen some videos where people, they're just so anxious to know why they, well, why are you pulling me over? Can I ask you why you pulling me over? Well, I want to know. And, you know, they study asking questions. So you kind of aggravate them already. And, you know, some of them already are not, uh, don't like black people too well anyway. So 
They definitely don't want to aggravate them to the point where it leads to an argument. And next thing you know, they're asking you to step out the car. And either you getting bust upside the head and get arrested. Or you might even get shot. And uh, so, uh, then I see situations where people know they committed a crime, but they're still trying to run. And then they want to get mad when they get shot at or even get shot and killed. You know, it's not worth putting your life on the line. Uh, you know, I mean, people make their decisions out there will do what they want to do. But I'm just saying, um, when you get pulled over by these cops, can try to uh, control your emotions and go home safely to your families. So I hope this um, story I shared with you and the advice I'm trying to give you about handling things on the job or handling things when you're out in the public, no matter whether it be an officer or whether you're standing at a, a, a bus stop, try to control your emotions and handle it in the safest way as possible. That way nobody gets hurt or killed uh, in the process of a bad situation. So you all be safe out there. I'd like to thank you all for listening. If you like Black Topics, please follow, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.